0: We did an episode down in Arizona where this guy claimed he like 20 something gray aliens with a samurai sword. He told us one night he like woke up and this was happening and he ran outside and he grabbed his AK 47 (laughs) and there was a UFO and she was raising up to the UFO and he just started shooting at the UFO and then dropped her. Uh, Showed us the samurai sword, which was pretty wild, like just to see. He said they would appear in the room and he would just like, once he chopped something, kind of just like dissolve and
1: go away. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Wherever you guys are watching this show, I would truly appreciate it if you follow or subscribe. It helps a lot with the algorithm. It helps us get bigger and better guests and it helps us grow the team. Truly means a lot. Thank you guys for supporting and here's the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, he's back. We don't have on... Guest twice often, but this guy had some crazy stories last time, so we brought him back. Jay Wasley, how's it going? Doing good. I feel honored to be back for a second time. Absolutely, <laughs> man. And you just came off filming the new show, right? Yeah, we're still, I mean,
0: we're still filming pretty much every other week. Like, nice. You know, so we're basically five days home, ten days, or sorry, ten days home, five days out on the road. So okay. But nonstop, we don't take breaks. Wow. <laughs>
1: and now you're going to houses, right?
0: Yeah, we did that for a while. We're, uh, we took a break from the regular show for a little bit to do our Ghost Adventures house calls yeah. where we travel around and just go to individual homes and kind of help them with their paranormal problems. Yeah. Uh, so we did... A chunk of that season and now we're back on doing the regular show and then i think we'll pick up more towards the end of the year and kind of finish off that season for house calls nice were
1: there any memorable house calls yeah i mean <laughs> it's
0: wild it's crazy because like one you never know what you're going to get you're going into these people's homes and like all we know is that they reached out to us they're like hey this stuff's going on so we're always kind of there's been a few this time that were very skeptical they were right. like all right is there anything going on here and or are you just wanting us to come to your house to have like To get on TV. Right, to be on (laughs) TV or just be like, oh, Ghost Adventure guys came here, you know, kind of thing. Uh, But the thing is, even on those cases where we're like, you know, after like most of our interviews and our research, we're like, all right, this is, we're not falling for it. And then we investigate and we get evidence. Wow. So it's still like, all right, there's something here. Maybe the family's kind of pushing things, but like we called evidence, so we can't say it's not
1: haunted, you know. When you say evidence, what does that look like?
0: Uh, like we capture either like EVPs, which is electric voice phenomena, which is when you record and it's completely silent and then you play back and you hear uh, answers to your questions or you hear Mm. someone talking and, you know, we film everything so you can see that nobody's been talking, but you hear voices, which is... That's an EVP. Yeah. Uh, so we got a lot of those. We uh, catch things, you know, like weird sounds. Things, you know, look like they're moving. Uh, orbs is a big one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do a lot to debunk uh, dust. Like dust is one of the big orbs. Like people all the time are showing me photos. Like, look at this ghost. Look at this ghost. I'm <laughs> like, that's yeah, probably a dust, dust orb, that one. Uh, so we take a lot of time to kind of debunk and go through it. And the way we use our cameras, we set up our cameras in a certain way so that it minimizes any kind of dust going in front of the lens. And Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah.
1: Why do you think these ghosts can hear us, but it's harder for us to hear them?
0: Um, I don't know. And sometimes I think I wonder if they even do hear us completely. Yeah. I think they can at times, and that's when they, like, respond directly to our questions. Um, my theory, I like to think, is that they look at us as we're ghosts. Oh. You know, they could be living in their world as they see it, and then we're a ghost. We're just a voice, and they're like, you know, kind of, what is that? And they right. kind of interact, you know, very loosely back with us. Dude, that's trippy. So the ghosts <laughs> yeah. think we're ghosts. <laughs> right? That's just a theory, you know? Yeah. Who knows officially what it could be? But that's kind of like my theory, at yeah. least, that wow. I feel that, like, you know, who knows? They could just be living their day in their consciousness, you know? And then right. we come along, and they're like, just hear a voice. And they're like, what was that? And, you know, kind of restart responding a little bit. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> that's crazy. Do you guys see the show kind of branching off into alien investigations or other cryptids? Uh,
0: Not, not necessarily, like, as separate show. I think we cover it a lot in our shows. Mm -hmm. Um, We did an episode down in Arizona where this guy claimed he (laughs) had like 20-something gray aliens with a samurai sword. What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was wild. Uh, It was this guy's ranch. uh, And he lived there. And he said pretty much every night the aliens would come and try to abduct his wife. And what? she would lift up off the bed and just start like hovering through the house and go outside. No way. He told us one night he like woke up and this was happening and he ran outside and he grabbed his AK 47 <laughs> and there was a UFO and she was raising up to the UFO and he just started shooting at the UFO what? and it dropped her. Uh, he told us that he, uh, showed us the samurai sword, which was pretty wild, like just to see, but he said they would appear in the room and he would just like, once he chops them, they kind of just like dissolve and go away. Oh my gosh. (laughs) He must've lived in the middle of nowhere. Right. Yeah. It was kind of just in the middle of nowhere, Arizona. Wow. (laughs) So did you find any evidence of anything? Yeah. So we did that. And obviously you hear these stories and it's like, like I've seen a lot, I've experienced a lot. So I'm a believer, but still you hear something like that and you're like, (laughs) you 20-something gray (laughs) aliens with a samurai sword. Come on, man. Uh, but we were there, and we got evidence and Towards the end of the night, I did an infrasound experiment. So I have a big theory about energy and vibrations, and that we 're all literally made up of vibrations. When right. you go down to like you know molecular atomic levels it 's just things vibrating, and every vibration is a sound, and it has a frequency. Mm-hmm. So in this, I did an infrasound, which is basically a sound frequency that you can't hear. It's just outside of our human range. Um, And I wanted to create a resonance theory, which resonance theory is basically like, you ever see like the stereotypical opera singer that hits the high note and the glass breaks? Yeah, yeah. That happens because the note the opera singer is hitting is the same frequency that the glass is actually vibrating at. Mm. So it shakes itself apart and it smashes the glass. Wow. So my theory was if I introduce infrasound and try different frequencies then I could possibly irritate and shake open a portal or something like that. And there was all these claims that there was an alien portal because there was, like, so many sightings. Right. So in the living room, I blasted infrasound, and I started seeing, like, weird shadows, like, walking around. Because it's pitch black, so I can just kind of see, you know, some ambience. And there were straight-up figures walking around after I did the infrasound. Holy crap. Which was wild. <laughs> so you figured out how to open a portal. Yeah. Yeah, that's I did it crazy. there. Uh, and I did it at the Bell Witch Cave in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, it's like this old cave that's one of the oldest hauntings in America. Like one of the presidents went out there and claimed that it was haunted and all this stuff. And um so we went in there and I did that was the first time I ever did the infrasound experiment and I was just trying different frequencies and all of a sudden I hit a certain frequency and we're all outside the cave. We have cameras in there, microphones and we start hearing like rocks getting thrown around. And we start looking at the video and you see little lights like shooting around and like that. And like mm. literally rocks were lifting off the ground and flying around because of the infrasound. Whoa. And then uh, and then we we're like, all right, let's all go in there. And we all went in there and it felt like we were in another dimension. Like <laughs> we were all just like, what is going on? <laughs> like it crazy. felt like, like it felt like we were on or something. Like it was so surreal and wild and it definitely opened up something.
1: Yeah, that's nuts. Cause when I went to Sedona, they talk a lot about these vortexes mm-hmm. or portals, but when you think of a portal, you think of something you could visually see, right, but yeah. these are kind of like not Yeah, they're visual, not right? there.
0: I mean, there are places that people like, there's stories, like everyone kept, you know, there's always stories like, oh, there's a portal here. There's always something. So I think maybe there is something to do with these hauntings that at these certain locations, why certain locations are more active than others mm-hmm. is because either something opened up at some point in time through like rituals or people messing around or like a horrific event or some kind of, even not even horrific, but just some kind of powerful event, even like right. a intense moment of love could probably create enough energy to you know open up this portal and then the problem is who knows what's going to come through that's the scary part right we still don't know what black holes are exactly Like, (laughs) like these things with ouija boards like you open up and you think oh like i'm just talking to you know a relative or this or that but like do we how do we really know that yeah and i've there's too many stories where like they'll claim to be something it gets your guard down you feel comfortable and you're like oh this is great you know i'm i've feel happy great and then they come out
1: and then it gets dark and yeah i still remember your iconic Ouija board <laughs> yeah. story. what do you think it is about the board that has that power to open up portals uh
0: i don't think it's honestly i don't think it's anything to do with the board i think it's just the intention of what you're doing it's right. a very focused intention like because uh, back in the day before they started making like mass producing there were stories i read about like uh witches and women way back in the day would actually do uh things in flower, like they would write out letters in flour and use a glass. And, mm. you know, so there's always been different ways of divination or,
1: you know, communication. Right. So this is just another, another way to do it. Wow. Has there been any compelling audio or, or video you've captured that, you know, really opened your eyes?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's been enough of, like, I've seen uh, in Goldfield Hotel out in Goldfield, uh, Nevada. It's out in the middle of the desert, kind of by Area 51. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have on videotape a rock lifting off the ground go flying by itself. Jeez. This is the same building that uh, in the original documentary they called a brick lifting off the ground and go flying by itself. Uh, and it was funny because I was actually out near there. Uh, you, know, you can't stay in Goldfield. It's like pretty much a ghost town, like probably like 30 people live there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just a little farther north, there's a town called Tonopah, uh, which is like its own weird, creepy ghost town in a way. Yeah. But it's actually like it has hotels. There's life there. And uh, I was just out there, not even with the show. Like we were just out there. Uh, my girlfriend and I just decided to take a trip because the stars are amazing. If you ever want to go, like, just see oh, yeah. amazing stars, it's about three hours out of Vegas. That's cool. Uh, and it's just, it's there's no light pollution, so you just you see the whole Milky Way galaxy. Wow. It's, it's amazing. That's beautiful. So my girlfriend and I were just like, oh, let's just go out there. We'll go spend the night. We'll get a room at the the Mizpah Hotel, which is like this famous old haunted hotel in mm-hmm. Tonopah. And we're just going to do astral photography and just chill and hang out under the stars. She starts taking photos, and she randomly is like, oh, my God. Like starts out. She's like, no, I don't like this. I don't like I'm going to delete that. I'm like, no, don't delete it. Let me see. What is it? And <laughs> she shows me this picture, and I'm just laying on the ground, and you see my dog with me, and there's a series of photos. There's nothing there. And then all of a sudden, above me, this, like, humanoid, like, it's been online now, and everyone says different things, but I see a straight-up alien, like, humanoid, are- like, it looks like it. And there's some motion to it. Like, people are like, oh, there's more of them. I think it's the motion. Like, it's coming down to me. But it's in, like, this weird jumpsuit. Yeah. Uh, like, I could show you if you want. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, can even send it to it you so you could put crazy. it on when it's all done. But yeah. it's, it was wild. And like, you didn't still... see it in the moment? You
1: only saw no, it, in it on the No, in the moment.
0: Photo? So you can see here, like, that's me on the ground there. And that's my dog, right? Yeah. So she took photo, took a photo. And then that appeared Holy. above me. But then you could zoom in and you can see. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah.
1: There's no way that's a coincidence. No, like. And this can't be edited, right? No, this
0: is straight. Like I even took. A, I don't know if I have it on here, but I I had her screenshot her camera roll in yeah. the moment too, so that you can actually see that Dude. it was straight from the camera roll. <laughs>
1: yeah. What the hell? That's the most clear photo I've seen of something. Yeah,
0: it still blows my mind. And in the moment, I wasn't scary. It wasn't like I felt great, honestly. Like in a weird way, not to be all like hippie, but I felt like one with the universe in a way. Like it was right. very peaceful, very relaxed. So it must have been a good soul or something. Yeah where just somehow I opened up, like, to me, it looks like an alien. People online have been like, it's an angel, it's this, it's that, all kinds yeah. of things. But, like, to me, I feel like it's some kind of extraterrestrial being.
1: Yeah. What's <laughs> What's your view on aliens? Because there's a lot of hype around it right now. Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe certain things. Like, yeah. what do you think about it? Uh, I mean, I think the stuff with the government saying now, like, I think
0: it's just, like, they're kind of teasing. Right. Like, they're, you know, everyone's like, they've admitted it. They said there's, a, like, they haven't said there's aliens. <laughs> you know, they said that there's UFOs, which doesn't mean it's alien. It's just an unidentified flying object, which right. could be a Russian thing. It could be a Chinese thing. It could be even our own thing that's just, like, black ops. Like, yeah. they're not officially saying it's an alien. And then the one line they said in those hearings that, uh, what was it? They found, like, non-human bio-lo- I saw that or yeah. something. I'm stumbling on the word, but... It was something like they found non-human, you know, probably DNA or something. Yeah. Uh, so everyone was like, they admitted they're aliens. It's like, but that could also be there could have been a monkey on the ship. There could have been <laughs> a dog on the ship. It could have been anything that's not human. It doesn't necessarily mean alien. As much as I would love for them just to come out and say it. But I think with all that stuff, they haven't said it. They haven't truly admitted it. They kind of just teased it a little bit enough yeah. to get people going. <laughs> right. So you you're still a little skeptical of their existence? Uh not their existence. I mean I believe they exist. I right. mean just you look at the massive how big space is and if it's infinitely growing and you know like it's so I think it's so little minded to say that we're the only thing in the entire known right. universe. You're not a flat earther. No. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I'm totally open to it, you know. Yeah. Uh I guess if I'm like debating myself, I'll think why haven't we seen them? You know, like if they are visiting us regularly why are they hiding why is it so secret you know like why don't they just do it like, yeah so that part's weird like i think a lot of it is like government stuff government tech things like that that we're seeing um but no but i do think they're out there like i've experienced with that photo of i've had yeah. other experiences before too where like i've seen a gray alien standing above me when i woke up one time and what yeah where was that Ah, uh, was in like i forget that it was some town but it was like this old house in a uh, it had like an old it used to be used as a prison for like during the war time mm-hmm. and there were still cells so i got spent the entire night in the cell by myself locked in there and i ended up falling asleep and i woke up to a gray alien it was in your over. face uh, it was kind of like standing at the, my feet <laughs> <laughs> what was your reaction yeah. uh i just kind of jumped and freaked out and then it wasn't there anymore
1: and i was oh, like All disappeared. Right. yeah and it was gone so they could probably teleport
0: yeah So, I mean, I think this thing, I think, you know, if there are aliens that exist, there are technologies so far advanced than ours that, you know, it makes sense that we could see them and then they're gone, things like that. I don't think, like, they're just going to walk in this door and be like, hey, guys, how you doing?
1: (laughs) They say they're attracted to highly spiritual people. So would you consider yourself pretty spiritual? I
0: think so. And I think that helps. I think, you know, I believe in, like, a universal consciousness that, like, in some way, like, we're all connected through means that aren't just in this world, in this reality. Like, there's something else beyond this that kind of connects us all. Uh, so it makes sense that it would connect us to other beings and from other dimensions or other planets or yeah. other time periods, you know, things like that. I think I talked about in the last one about that, you know, I don't always necessarily think they're aliens from another planet. They could be us from the future. Mm, yeah, that yeah, one was bio, one of them. Yeah. That. So, like, things like that. Like, But then there could be aliens from other planets. There could be aliens from other dimensions. You know, I even think sometimes,
1: like, the ghosts we encounter could even be aliens. Mm. Yeah. So what about past lives reincarnation? What's, what's sort of your theory th- on that? Uh
0: I believe it because I mean there's the theory that like no energy, basically all energy is created, and it never goes away, so mm-hmm. it's here, so like our consciousness has to do something it's not you know I think our physical body dies it you know decays, but then our energy, our spirit, you know whatever you want to call it, I think that can move on right. um, an interesting thing uh that I was reading into was uh in Buddhism, they believe like forty nine days after your death is when you're reincarnated. Mm. So there's a weird correlation with uh, 49 days after conception is the first time your brain releases DMT.
1: Whoa, when you're born?
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Which, uh, if you're familiar with DMT, is the strongest hallucinogen. Yeah. You know, so it's weird that, you know, it just, it was a weird coincidence. And and there's a whole theory behind that. There's actually a great documentary called The Spirit Molecule that talks about how DMT could be the reason for our consciousness. Yeah. Like that spark, that hallucinogenic spark is kind of what creates our world. And, you know, we're really looking around like this is just matter and, you know, energy waves, things just flying around through chaos. But Mm -hmm. like because of our consciousness under that state can kind of like bring it all together
1: and make it make sense. Wow. So we're all hallucinating basically. In a sense. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I haven't done DMT is because when you die, it gets released. Right. I just feel like that's the natural way of doing it. Right. And then that explains too and I, you know, I'm not trying to take away from anyone's
0: personal experience but like near life death experiences, people's like seeing the light and like floating above their body. Right. Like if you're going to die, your body's going to release some DMT and you are hallucinating. Yeah. You know, so I think a lot of that, you know, not that I'm saying it's not real or it's not
1: happening, but I think that sparks that reaction. Are you interested in coming on the Digital Social Hour podcast as a guest? Well, click the application link below in the description of this video. We are always looking for cool stories, cool entrepreneurs to talk to about business and life. Click the application link below, and here's the episode, guys. Exactly. You
0: know, and then you could be, like, hallucinating that you're floating above your body, or maybe that's what it is. Maybe, you know... I think like modern world looks at it as like, oh, you're just hallucinating, but maybe there is your consciousness act- is actually leaving your body and floating above and you can experience that. Yeah. Have you experienced any out-of-body stuff yet? Uh, not so much out-of-body. I've had like sleep paralysis stuff, yeah. which was also ties into like another alien common thing mm-hmm. where uh, this was a long, long time ago. I was still a kid. And, well, not a kid. I guess I was a teenager and I was uh, staying at my girlfriend's house and we both woke up in the middle of the night and I remember us looking at each other and we're like, can't move like both of us which was weird because it's never happened before yeah and it was dark room and all of a sudden the room just started getting brighter and we can kind of look over and we could see the door and there was just this bright light coming from under the, the door of the bedroom oh, which we're just both like in just terrified feeling yeah and uh so yeah i had that experience and then we just kind of passed back out and <laughs> the yeah. next morning we're like what was
1: that i had it as a teenager too mm. but i haven't had it since right. luckily it was scary man yeah Yeah, Yeah, I don't know how to explain (laughs) what happened. Yeah, it's hard to explain,
0: really, because, I mean, one, you're, like, in this weird in-between sleep and awake state. So, like, you know, there's room for, is it a dream? Is it, like, a weird crossover kind of thing? But what got me was that there was two of us. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't just me by myself that had this experience. There was two people there that both had the exact same experience at the same time. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That is super weird. What's your take on the dream world? I have a theory where it's kind of linked to the spiritual world. Yeah. But what do you think about Uh, it? I think think there's different things. I think sometimes it is just
0: random firings of memories and things and kind of almost like a remix of, like, your thoughts and memories, things like that. Uh, But I do think it also could be tapping into that collective unconsciousness of, Mm. like, the universe. So, like, you can, I feel like, you get messages through dreams. You can get premonitions through dreams. You can get, like, you know, answers to if you're trying to figure out things, stuff like that, and you can look at your dreams and kind of figure out you know, what the best way to go about doing something might be.
1: I agree, man. Yeah, yeah I keep a dream journal, and there's definitely some meanings and mm-hmm. some messages if you really analyze your dreams. Yeah, I always
0: tell people, I was like, don't live by it. Yeah, don't <laughs> live know? by it. But. Like, I've known people, and, like, I don't want like like, you know, each to their own. I don't like knocking anybody, but, like, I've known people that are, like, every day they wake up, and they're like, oh, my God, like, it's like, <laughs> just just still do your regular life. Like, yeah, yeah. don't let the dreams you Know totally you know. Like, I'm gonna go quit my job now because I had a dream where I did it. It's like,
1: nah, maybe you shouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, people definitely take everything in general too far, you know. Definitely, you yeah. definitely go balls deep. But, um, what are you working on filming now? Uh, we're still a lot. I mean,
0: this is we're uh, it's Halloween season, you know, so yeah. it's our time to shine. Uh, we just did a two hour special on this place called Devil Island out in the San Francisco Bay near mm-hmm. Alcatraz, this island. So, that was a two hour special we just had come out. We have. Five new episodes of Ghost Adventures coming out. We have a whole new season of Screaming Room, uh, which is basically the four of us from the show. We sit down in a movie theater and we watch old episodes. Oh, yeah. So we just talk about it. It's kind of like a, if you ever seen Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that, but with us. But, like, we'll give, like, you know, follow-ups and insight information behind the scenes kind of, okay. like, you know, elaborating on that episode and what happened. And it's like we're watching the episode with the fans oh that's cool so we do that uh we have another show that we do a uh, second season of our show haunted museum uh which is it's a it's a show about uh, objects in the haunted museum so every episode we take an object mm-hmm. and basically tell the backstory of that object and Got like it. tell it like cinematically so it's yeah. not like it's not documentary it's not like reality like it's more of a scripted you know storytelling yeah uh so that comes out
1: at the end of october and Dude, that museum's fun. I I, yeah. uh, I went on mushrooms. Oh, really? It wow. was crazy. <laughs> oh, <I bet. laughs> yes. wow. Yeah, it was like five of us. We all went on mushrooms. Yeah, geez. the girls were. F-ing out. I bet. Yeah. Did you? Was there any particular spot you remember? That dude. The- Ben. oh that room f- felt mm-hmm. heavy
0: yep that one gets a lot of people yeah because like, like, like so much security footage of like people passing out in there yeah and, like, having
1: weird experiences and, i mean like how many people died in that van like 200 at
0: least probably yeah
1: yeah so that leftover <laughs> yeah. energy right yeah and it never got cleansed out no yeah it's just i remember literally we
0: knocked down that wall and we we're all. I remember pushing that van like we all <laughs> pushed it across the grass, yeah. and like had to knock the wall down, push it into that room, and then they sealed the wall back up.
1: I was wondering how it got in there. Actually, right. that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that day. That was while. We're like, we're gonna do what? And yeah. like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, dude, that museum. Which room uh, gets you the most? There?
0: Uh, I mean, they all do in different ways. Like the Demon House room gets me just because I was at the Demon House. So like, right. there's like a weird connection I have with that. Like that was just one of the evilest, darkest places. So that room kind of gets me. Uh the Ed Gein Cauldron, uh which is actually there's an episode on that mm-hmm. in the new
1: season of Haunted Museum. Was that the one at the end?
0: Uh I think it's actually next to uh the Kavorkian van. It's like a big okay. it's a big pot, basically. Oh. And uh the series Ed Gein, like he influenced Silence of the Lambs, he influenced Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Uh he would basically people and like put their skin on and make skin suits and damn so someone all actually did things. that yeah, i thought that yeah, was just it was, a movie yeah that was this guy in wisconsin that really did it his name was ed gein holy crap yeah and like he kind of like inspired all those stories and yeah, wow like crazy crazy stuff and then they went to his house, and he just had, like, chairs made of, you know, human flesh, things oh like that. Gosh. <laughs> and you have some of that in the museum? Uh, so, yeah, so he's got a – it's a cauldron and yeah. that he would, like, cook body parts in. You know, like, we don't know exactly what he was doing, but he was, like, either draining – using it to, like, catch blood to, like, when he was draining it, or he right. would, like, cook body parts to be able to skin it, things like that. Dude, that's crazy. So that one was crazy, and uh, we were filming an episode in there, and we were in there, and, you know – I was just filming, I was behind the camera at this time and we had a witch from England, uh, this lady, lady snake who unfortunately has passed away now. Uh, But she like just looks at me and she's like, oh, I wanna do a ritual in here with this cauldron. Mm -hmm. Uh, And she just looks at me and she's like, you, you have to do this with me. Whoa. And I was like, what? And I was like, (laughs) why is that? (laughs) Which is weird because this story gets really weird. So, (laughs) So the night before, and I started thinking, I was like, whoa, I actually had a dream the night before that like something was ripping the skin off my back. Like wow. just some kind of like creature was like holding me down and just ripping my back skin off. Yeah. And I was like, that's what this guy did. And like, I'm in here. And it's weird that she picked me to do that. Mm. Um, and on a weird connection, I just happened to be in Wisconsin the week before. Like, we were doing that. And that's where that serial right. lived was in Wisconsin. Right. Uh, so it was just like a weird correlation. Wow. So then she's like, all right, you got to do it with me. And I was like, okay, let's do it. So we go through it, she starts setting up, doing this ritual. I drip my blood in the cauldron, all this kind of stuff. And with any kind of ritual, like my feeling is like it's an intention. You know, whatever your intention is, is what you're going for and what's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know what she was planning, but like my intention was to basically banish these three energies that were kind of holding me down at that time. There Mm -hmm. was like one was the demon house, like we just came off from finishing filming that. So Mm -hmm. like I was still kind of recovering with that. Uh, there was the energy of Goatman's Bridge where my ex-wife got affected. Right. And then there was the energy from uh, the Ouija board when I had that experience. So, like, I felt like those were the three energies that were still kind of lingering around me. So I, my goal was to banish those, to get rid of those things. Mm-hmm. So we go into the ritual. We're doing it. And in a sense, to be able to get rid of this stuff, you have to draw it out. You have to face it. You have to bring it out. So it gets scary in the moment. hmm uh, and it was terrifying and confusing and weird. And you kind of go in and out of these weird states of consciousness. Your eyes are closed? Uh, at times. Sometimes they're closed. Sometimes they're open. But it's just like you just – it's weird, man. Like it's hard to explain. Like you just go through these different waves. Right. Uh, and then eventually at the end of the night, like I felt like it worked. I felt great. I mm-hmm. felt cleansed. I felt like, you know, nothing was bothering me anymore. Weirdest thing, though, was the next day – uh, you know, my ex-wife messaged me randomly. Mm. I haven't talked to her in probably a year. Yeah. And she's like, what happened last night? Whoa. I like, just out of the blue. And I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't do anything. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just performed and, yeah, ritual. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, she's like, last night, I felt the energy of Goatman's Bridge for the first time in like a year and a half or something. She's like, I've gotten away from it. I never felt it. She's like, but last night for a small amount of time, I felt that energy again. And then it went away. And I was like, yeah, it was my bad. Sorry. Like, I had to call it out to get rid of it. But it was wild that, like, you know, she's on the other side of the country and she's still, like... Oh,
1: so you got rid of it for her, too.
0: Well, I guess it affected her. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it was me, too. I felt it was lingering me. I mean, it was to help, you know, anybody with it. It wasn't necessarily directly towards her, but it was just, you know, like I said, I had to call it out to get rid of
1: it. Wow. So she felt that energy when I called it back, which was wild. So the energy was so penetrating that it stayed with you for years. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. I just felt
0: like it was like, it just feels like there's like a weight on your back, you know, yeah. like just something you can't quite like get to your hundred percent. You can't quite, you know, you can't quite smile as big as you normally would. Like
1: there's just this weird right. something hanging over you, you know, crazy. And that must've changed your opinion on witches and spells. Cause you were probably skeptical before that, right? Uh,
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, I grew up kind of into that world a little bit. Uh, I never grew up any kind of one religious way. My parents were very, you know, open to allow me to explore and, and I did as a kid I explored different religions I looked into like witchcraft and uh, you know all kinds I just studied basically everything I was fascinated by it mm. uh, so I was open to it and I've encountered different people even in my family um, my family's from the Isle of Man which is a very like uh, like a witch heavy you know mystical basically island that's in a, between England and Ireland it's this little tiny island but they're their own country but they're very like they have thatch roof cottages and they still have active witches and like a very Celtic background. Yeah. Uh, So I've kind of grown up, like, in that world so much. So I was definitely open to it. But as anyone, you know, each to their own, I don't know, you know, if you're telling me the truth, if you're (laughs) really, like, serious or not. But Yeah.
1: No, it's really interesting because all these cartoons and movies you see about these crazy magical stuff, Mm you think it's not real. Right. But then as you get exposed to certain people, you're like, wait, this might be all real. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it is. I think it's something
0: that's, like, you know it's not new it's not something that's just like oh in the last 50 years we just started doing it this is stuff that goes back thousands and thousands of yeah. years you know even before like the witch trials of Salem like just it goes way back yeah. you know people having this connection and you think before tv before electronics all that we had a direct connection with the earth we had a direct connection with the sky you know that's where like astrology and you know different uh, constellations came from because we like that was our entertainment we look up and tell stories and you know, we had a different connection, you know? And I think over time in like modern life, we kind of lose that a little bit. Um, But I think everyone has abilities. I think everyone has that connection, but it's just whether
1: or not you tap into it. Absolutely. Where do you draw your line? For me, you know, I believe in witches and psychics Mm -hmm. and stuff, but vampires and werewolves, I need a little more evidence. Yeah, I mean,
0: same time, like, I feel like werewolves could exist. I think they would be terrorizing people a lot more (laughs) if they were really around. Yeah. yeah. vampires i believe in energy vampires okay i don't necessarily always believe in like the blood one sneaking in your house (laughs) sucking your blood kind of thing but i do believe there are people sometimes not even knowing that they might be an energy vampire right like like, i'm sure you've like encountered people in you know everyday life that like they're just like man you're like i don't know what it is but (laughs) no uh, obviously you don't say it to them but like there's something about you man like you're just draining my energy you know and i think there's something to that and i think you know that might have been what originally inspired this like creature
1: that like sucks your energy out yeah Yeah. no i definitely believe in those um do you still take an item or souvenir from each place you visit uh not every place like if something you know very
0: intense happens or something i usually still do and i have one room in my house where i keep it all so i
1: kind of keep it that must be (laughs) centered in that one
0: room haunted room right there (laughs) Yeah, yeah i got a poker table in there if you ever want to come over and play i'm good (laughs) i'm good on that dude
1: um well man it's been fun it sounds like you're up to a lot a lot of shows going on yeah doing a lot
0: so yeah there's still so many more shows so many more to come and on the side of that i still running my company doing recording studio and post-production for different other projects and nice creating
1: music again which
0: feels good getting back into that so what's
1: uh what's sort of your end vision end goal where you want to end take this all uh i just want to keep going
0: honestly like you don't think about like no i just kind of keep I try to focus more on the moment and just keep it going. And, you know, I've been lucky enough my whole career, you know, which has been over 20 years now, to be able to like do what I love to do and it's create, whether it's art, music, film. And that's just my goal. It's been my goal since I started. You know, I didn't want to do a nine to five regular job. Mm -hmm. And I've been fortunate enough and I guess hard work enough, combination of luck and both to get to that point and keep it going. So it's just a matter of keeping it going.
1: Love it. Yeah. yeah, it's cool to see you at that point where you're truly doing what you're passionate about.
0: Absolutely, and it's scary at times, you know. There's the starving artist feel, you know. Right. You never know, like stuff could drop out. You never know, but it's always uh, about evolving and keep pushing it. And,
1: you know. Absolutely love that. Where can people find you, man? Uh, Jay Wazley Film on Instagram and Facebook and Jay Wasley on Twitter. Awesome. Thanks for watching, guys. Yeah. Great episode as always, and I'll see you next time.